Episode 12, What is Higher Consciousness, Part 1. I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to my podcast, Work Your Energy, which is a show all about how we can thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. And today we're going to be looking at what higher consciousness is. Higher consciousness can also be seen as the higher mind or the higher self or even the superconscious mind. But essentially, it's the part of our mind that is beyond the physical self that is beyond the ego, that is beyond the the mind, the analytical mind. It is the energy part of us, and it is the part of us that is connected to the energetic universe, to the energy world that we exist in, that we actually are created from. And as such, it is an essential part of us, and an essential part of living a happier life in this world. Neuroscientists see our higher consciousness as the neocortex part of our brain, which is the newest part of our brain, as the part of us that is linked to empathy, imagery, imagination, and ultimately what sets us apart from the other animals on our planet. Higher consciousness is sometimes also referred to as higher dimensions because dimensions are not places to go, They are different states of being and we access them through altered states of being or through our brain waves. We can see low levels of consciousness or low consciousness as being the ego or the struggles of life. For example, someone with a low level of consciousness would believe that life happens to them and therefore they are reacting continuously to life and believing and thinking and feeling that life has got it in for them, that life is treating them badly, that life is doing things to them. In contrast, higher consciousness can be seen as beyond the ego, beyond the struggles of life, beyond the physical reality that we exist in. It's that expanded part of you that allows you to observe your own life, to observe your own reality, and enables you to feel connected to everything and everyone in the universe because it is consciousness. Consciousness is everything. And as such, we are part of consciousness. As Eckhart Tolle says, we are not a person, but a focal point for where the universe is becoming conscious of itself. So if you like, we are the conscious point where consciousness can experience itself, feel itself, be itself. The six levels of consciousness, according to Mary O'Malley, author of Belonging to Life, The Journey of Awakening, explains this the best. The first level of consciousness is that life happens to you. As I said, you are a victim of your life and it's all happening to you. The second level of consciousness is that life happens by you and you start to believe that you can control it. And this is where you start to live by your intentions. Goals are set by the mind and intentions work with a feeling that you want to experience, that you want to generate. Number three is life happens in you. 
And this is where you start to open up to the unfolding feeling of life, that you're starting to turn your attention within and you're not focusing so much on past problems or future anxieties or worries. You're more living in the present, in the now, and understanding that life happens within you, that you create your life. Number four is that life happens for you. And this is the part where we have to form a huge amount of trust. We need to let go of control. And this is often called the death of the ego as well. It's about accepting and trusting ourself in the universe, in everything around us, and understanding that everything has a purpose and a meaning, and it's all going to lead us somewhere. And we don't have to know where we're going to end up. We just have to trust that we're going to end up where our soul or heart wants to end up. Number five is life happens through you. And this is where you start to feel life flowing through you. And this could be seen as the platform of creation, the platform of manifestation. It's when you start to really feel life flowing through you and you start to experience more of the synchronicities around you. You start to understand that you are co-creating with the universe, with the energy field, with the cosmos, with consciousness. And life starts to feel quite magical at this point. And then the last level is life is you. And this is where you really get your head totally out of your own mind, totally beyond your own ego, and really sit in the feeling that you are the universe. You are consciousness. And the universe lives inside you. And this is a very fleeting feeling. We get snippets of this feeling sometimes where we just think, oh my God, I can just see all the answers in front of me. And then, of course, we get pulled back, you know, into modern day living again. This enlightened feeling where you really suddenly connect with everything and everyone and the entire cosmos and you see the true nature of reality and you see truly how the universe exists how it works, and you understand where you fit inside it. And this is how I can best explain all of these based on my own experiences in life. So now I'm going to backtrack a little bit and link the different benefits of higher consciousness to your life in some way. Higher consciousness often feels like something outside of us. And as I said before, as you work through the six levels of consciousness as defined by Mary O'Malley, then you get to the sixth level, which is where you actually truly understand that it is you. You are the universe. You are the creator. You are energy. But before we get to that level, it does feel truly like something outside of us. And I think this depends where your level of consciousness is at or where your ego is at. Because the ego simply cannot comprehend higher consciousness. And in order to understand it, it needs to put it in a sort of physical form of some sort. Which is a bit of a trap, really. Because as soon as the ego has defined it as something it can recognize, it then gets to work on ridiculing it, fearing it, or simply ignoring it and pretending it doesn't exist. 
If the ego can't control it, it doesn't want to perceive it. But of course, the ego is what taps us into the struggles and illusions of the physical world. And to get beyond the ego is where happiness, purpose, meaning, fulfillment, all of these aspects of us that we spend our life trying to get to sit. So if your ego is still quite switched on, which it is for most of us, in order to understand it, we need to feel it instead. And this is how you can start proving to yourself that it exists. Because the more you feel it, the more you feel your higher consciousness, connect to it and allow yourself to be guided by it or allow yourself to be unconditionally loved by it, the better your life will become. And when I say better, I mean massively, hugely better. But first, you have to work within the parameters of the ego because it will do everything in its power to stop you from accessing it. And as your levels of consciousness evolve and change, I've noticed that the ego adjusts. The ego continuously adjusts and it's always trying to get back control, get back control. And I think this is why maybe it's harder to move up through these levels of consciousness because ultimately we need to get to a point where we understand that there is no ego, that we are energy, we are consciousness, and that is it. So the easiest way to connect with your higher consciousness is to go into a meditative state. And you can start by closing your eyes, rolling them forwards and upwards, and then looking for the white dot or the white ball. And this is your higher consciousness or your higher mind. And it exists beyond the mind as energy. So once you get beyond the, the rational analytical mind, you know, the, the physical mind, the physical world, if you like, if you still have those voices or thoughts in your head that tell you it's silly, scary, or weird, or strange, then again, this is your ego, which revolves around your beliefs, probably from your childhood. If you were told things were silly, you watched too many scary movies, or you had parents that didn't help you explore this part of you, which is probably about 99.9% .9 of the world's population, then you won't know about it or know how to access it. Essentially, we can't access it with our physical body and the five senses that allow us to perceive the physical world. We can only access it with our other senses, our subtle energies, our feelings or sensory experiences. Science has now caught up with human energy, or the biofield, and as more and more of us start to wake up to our invisible world of intuition, hunches and subtle energies, we are all trying to understand what this is and how we can tap into it for a better life. Next week in part two, I'll tell you how I use it for a better life, but this week I wanted to look at the science behind it and more about the benefits so that you can understand why it's beneficial to you. The reality is that because it's hard to define the higher mind, it leaves it open to misinterpretation, ridicule, disbelief and even manipulation as the church has led the way on for more than 2,000 years. I believe that waking up to our energetic world and energetic selves and what we call higher consciousness can help us to reclaim our true selves and the benefits to this are completely infinite. 
because higher consciousness, the cosmos, the universe, it's all infinite. And it's only the mind that creates limitations for ourselves. When we get beyond the mind, we really do start to see the infinite aspects of the universe, the infinite aspects of being alive, of anything we want to achieve in our life. But we have to get beyond the mind to do this. And the mind or the ego does not want you to get beyond the mind. The struggles of our life, the struggles of reality, is all an illusion created by the ego. So if you like, we are higher consciousness, and consciousness, or the energy field, has created us as a physical form, and is flowing through us in order to experience itself in this universe, and this is a holographic universe, where physical reality is not physical. It is light reflecting off tiny pieces of matter that gives the illusion of this physical reality around us, but it is not physical. It is all energy. And what we're beginning to understand about energy is that energy is consciousness, and consciousness creates everything. So when we talk about higher consciousness, when we talk about our own consciousness, we're talking about the higher mind, the part of us that isn't our mind, the part of us that isn't our physical self, the part of us that lives beyond the struggles and the pains of this third dimensional planet that we live on. As more and more of us are starting to wake up to, we are consciousness existing or experiencing reality through a physical body. We are not a physical body that creates consciousness. It's created all physical form. And when we look to the field of quantum physics, we can see that more and more of quantum physics is, or quantum mechanics is backing this up to be the case. It is true that we do not have physical proof of this. And we may never get physical proof of this, which is why we have to learn to feel it. We have to learn to get inside of our energy body and start to feel and sense the world around us. And when we do this, we are able to connect to higher consciousness. Because higher consciousness is a feeling. It's a state of being. It's not something that we can see. It's something that we have to trust. We have to believe in. We have to accept that we are part of this energy field, part of this energetic universe, part of consciousness, part of higher consciousness. Higher consciousness is a part of us. And it is the part of us that is helping us in so many different ways in our life. First of all, it helps us to live with daily happiness, meaning and positivity even, and not be so sucked down by life. We can always remind ourselves that this moment is fleeting and it will pass. We create our own reality based on our thoughts. Getting beyond these thoughts and connecting to the higher part of ourself allows us to transcend this ego and connect to our hearts, our joy, love, connectedness, kindness, courage, nurturing, passions, dreams, everything. You can see that as the, the best part of us. I believe that we came here to enjoy a happy life. But the ego doesn't care about that stuff. It wants us to, in a sense, struggle so that we can learn different things, so that we can experience different things. However, I also believe that the ego has been hijacked and it's a piece of software gone mad. So I feel that the quicker we can transcend the ego and actually start to control the ego, we can get the higher mind 
to observe what the ego is up to. And this can allow us to live in a much, much happier and more meaningful life. And to a certain extent, you know, we can tell it to get back in its box. So we allow the higher consciousness, the higher mind to observe and deal with the ego rather than the way that most of us are living, which is the ego is controlling everything. The ego is not only controlling the world, but it's controlling us. So we need to put it back in its box and soothe it down and make sure that the ego is not controlling and running our life. It allows us to step outside of the limitations of the mind and we can see how much the mind limits our life via our belief structures. Our beliefs rule our life and our success levels are a direct result of what we believe. Some of this we are aware of or more conscious of and some of it we aren't because it's hidden away in the unconscious mind and we truly have no access to it whatsoever. When we connect to higher consciousness or our higher mind, we transcend all of this unresolved stuff, baggage, which some people call karma, and limiting beliefs, and we become the most successful, best version of ourselves again. Thirdly, it helps us to feel supported and loved in life because it connects us to a feeling of something bigger than us. The ego doesn't understand or recognize it, so it puts it outside of us, but in reality it's still a part of us. It's only that the ego can't control it like it can our own minds. The ego is the physical part of us, whereas the higher mind or higher consciousness is the energy part of us and is the energy world that we exist in and are even created from. Energetically, we are all connected to everything and everyone. And this love and support that you feel is the rest of the cosmos, but the higher dimensions of the cosmos, which are far more loving, caring and supportive than we are, because we are living in a third dimensional world. Energetically, we can connect to everything in space, telepathically, because energy carries thoughts, frequency, information, consciousness, and we are all connected to everything, all the time. It's only that we don't know this, or our ego doesn't want us to know this. There has been a lot of research and studies on telepathy over the past few decades, and it's really beginning to look like that this is real, that we can do this, and we already are doing it, we just aren't aware of it. So again, it's turning our attention to it, opening our awareness to it, and seeing that we are more than just our current thinking our current limitations, our current mind. Number four, it helps to guide us in life and not only provides a moral compass, but also leads us to our dreams, purpose, passions, talents and more. It's not that the higher mind tells us what these are. We have complete free will and we choose our own life. It's that it opens us up to the best of ourselves so we can see who we really are. And then we get to choose what we want to do with this life. Once we're sitting in the best version of ourselves, it's going to be much easier to decide how we want to live our life and what we want to do in it, rather than sitting in the struggles of life and trying to decide what to do with our life from that aspect. I believe that our purpose is always about helping each other and the planet in some way, but we get to choose how we want to do this, which is why you have to learn to trust yourself first. Or alternatively, 
you can simply turn bad experiences in your life into good experiences, or turning lemons into lemonade, as they say. Life is fluid, changeable and unpredictable, and it can feel like it's pulling you under or treating you badly. But when this happens, connecting to higher consciousness can help you to feel peaceful, find the lessons faster, and even understand the bigger picture more. Allowing the ego to guide you can feel meaningless and competitive, which can take us into depression or even deep unfulfillment, dissatisfaction of life. But allowing your higher mind to guide you keeps you on track and helps you to make sense of this world around you because it allows you to observe it from beyond the struggles and illusions that the ego is creating. Without higher consciousness, we are mechanical beings robots running on survival instincts, being pulled this way and that on our past problems and our future worries. We're just acting and doing instead of being. To enjoy life, we have to feel it. To feel life, we have to be it. We are life. We are consciousness. And this is what embodiment is trying to say. We are consciousness and we are more than the physical self. Higher consciousness is where you will find all the things that you are looking for, including the real you. But you have to get beyond the mind, beyond the ego, beyond the survival instincts, beyond the problems and struggles of your daily life, and step into the higher brainwave states of higher consciousness, so that you can start to access some peace, some perspective, and some true feelings of happiness. So next week, I'm going to talk to you about my own life and how I use higher consciousness to better it in every way. But until then, have a great week and I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.